All right, welcome in episode 83 of the Hot Grits Podcast. I'm Travis Redon. Spencer Maddox is with me. As always, we're going to get started today and talk to you guys a bunch about football being back, the NFL, college football reaction from week one, and the Atlanta Braves heading down the playoff run. But first, let me tell you guys about Savannah's number one sports bar, our title sponsor, Coach's Corner. 3016 East Victory Drive, Coach's Corner is the number one sports bar in Savannah. Cold beers, hot wings, and a hella, hella, hella TVs. Tell your server or bartender the Hot Crest Podcast sent you, and they will hook it up for you, give you a little discount. Tell John Henderson and those guys that the Hot Crest Podcast sent you, and you'll probably get a high five, maybe more. 912-352-2933 to call in your order ahead of time. 3016 East Victory Drive in Savannah, in Thunderbolt. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram today. And when you go, tell them the Hot Crest Podcast sent you. All right, let's get after it. For an 83rd time, it's the Hot Grits Podcast. I've always kind of believed in aliens. I don't know if I believe in flying saucers. You might as well just walk up to Cupid while he's on his lunch break, you know, cranking a beat or something. Yeah. Him right in the face. Punch a little baby right in. <laughs> we'll see that. We're almost uh, three minutes into our sports podcast and yet to bring up not one sport. <laughs> I, uh, I like three tracks from the Drake album, by the way, so far. I like Fair Trade. I Certified like Lover Boy. Certified Lover Boy. I like Fair Trade with... Uh, What's it, Travis Scott? I like. Uh, yeah. I like the um too sexy for this like <laughs> this young sexy. thug. That was awesome. The Kawhi Leonard video was awesome. That's not a bad one. Uh, yeah. The one with Rick Ross and Lil Wayne. Is, yeah, 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 yeah. I've only badass. heard that one once. I need to hear it again. That's a sick one. Is it? Uh, yeah. No friends in the industry is another one from Certified Lover Boy. It's not as good as the thing. The thing about Drake, dude, is that it'll never be as good as. That one album that came out in 2016. If you're reading this, you're... Oh, dude, yeah. That was... I'll never forget where I was when that dropped. Yeah. Out of nowhere. It'll never be good enough. That one had so, energy on it. Legend. Yeah. Legend. Right off the rip. Legend. Yeah. One of his most... If I die, on, yeah. I'm a legend. I'm a mother uh, legend. Yeah, we don't yeah, curse on this yeah. podcast. All right, episode 83. Hot Grace Podcast. Travis Shadon, Spencer Max. We're going to talk Braves. Football is back, baby. So you guys already know that means go to Coach's Corner. We're going to talk Braves football? No, we're going to talk Braves. And football is and back. And football is back. Dude, football is everywhere. And some other... Football is all over the walls. Yeah, it's all you over the walls. You can see it everywhere. It's yeah, just yeah. It's plastered. Thick. It's thick. Ooh. Yeah. Moist. The air is thick with football. Thick and moist. Dude, Georgia? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Two funny words. Yeah. Dude, Georgia, I mean... You, you want to you wanna apologize to me on air for telling me to take the over? I can't believe I... Was so confident that the over would hit, and it was and, not anywhere close. In to classic anything. gambling fashion, all of the experts come out the woodworks once this game is clearly not going to hit the over, and everyone said, "Oh, I could have told you that." Like, "Oh, I would have." Hold on, hold on, I, I hold on. Bet the under, and nobody actually did bet. These people didn't actually take. But you can the go under. back. You can go back and listen to our last podcast where I said I like the under. Sure, I talked you yeah. out of it, and I said. I like Georgia as well. So I parlayed. I First off, I stood stood my ground on the Georgia part, but I parlayed Georgia to win outright and the over because you and Uncle Carter both said the over, even though it's a week one game, they haven't played in a bazillion days and nobody can throw the ball. You know what I mean? So I know. Apologize. I know. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. 
I'm sorry. It would have been, been a big bet. It would have been a big payday. Should have taken the under. But it's I all knew good. two minutes after that game started, I said, nobody's going to score here. <laughs> yeah, dude. This, I said, this thing, will, we're gonna, this is a 3 nothing game. Well, I, I, I took that bet to make it fun for me to watch the game, and I was like, well. It was miserable. It's over. It was, it was over miserable. with. After, after five minutes, I was like, get me ball game. I guess I'm going to turn it off, but I didn't. Not one team scored an offensive touchdown. Nobody scored an offensive. T- there was a one touchdown. It was from a cornerback. Yeah. And then two field goals. Yeah. What? Snooze what? So fest. far away from thir- from 51, it's not even funny. Yeah. And like, it was, it was. I mean, terrible. If the over-under was 14, it, we would have lost. The most exciting parts of the game for me, first off, I still had fun watching the game because I'm that starved for Georgia football and just like being hype. It was still fun. Yeah. It was still fun to watch them win and just beat. I mean, even though they didn't beat them by a lot of points, they beat the dog shit out of them, right? Like, yeah, it was yeah. a close I mean, game. We'll, we'll get in, let's get into it. Yeah, for sure. They they beat the dog shit out of them though. Like the excuse me, we don't we don't cuss on this podcast anymore. We don't do that. They beat the crap out of them, dude. And that that front seven, no matter what, there was a lot of takes flying that Clemson's offense sucks, yada yada yada. Afterwards, you mean? yeah, they were like Georgia's good defense is just good. Like Clemson's offense just sucks. Whatever. Say what you want, Georgia's front, that front line, on deep, incredible. I mean, like, it, they're going to get after people all all year long. It's not good enough to beat Alabama just on that alone, but they're going to beat some teams just with their defensive front. You know what I mean? Alabama boat raced Miami yeah. from the beginning. Like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. wasn't really even close. And I don't know how close Georgia is to Alabama. We know that they're ranked number two in the country now. Yeah, they've jumped Clemson. They've jumped Oklahoma, Ohio State. So Georgia's number two in today's. A people as we record as this it should be on Tuesday. Yeah. Afterwards. So I think when I watched the game, man, I was so pleasantly surprised with how disciplined and just like sound Georgia was. They yeah. didn't make any of those mistakes. Like JT Daniels wasn't great. Yeah. And like he took very few chances. That's, when when that's, he did, he, he threw a pick. Yeah. So that was, that was the thing I kept screaming. I was like, take a shot, take a shot. There, there were so many second and shorts opportunity, second and short yeah. opportunities early in the game where I was like, this is a spot. Where you can go over the top, and they pitch it out, pitch it out. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it seemed like they took the ball out of JT Daniels' hands almost. Yeah, and, and that's what I wonder. I wonder if this is going to be like that team that Jake Fromm led to the Natty that year. They were a crazy good defense with yeah. Roquan Smith, Dom Sanders. Like they had a bunch of good players, future NFL stars, yeah. Lorenzo Carter. Uh, they had a bunch of really good players, but when Fromm and that offense needed to score, i.e., in the Rose Bowl. They, they would score 45 yeah. when they had to. Like, they had that ability. But I don't know that this team eh. does right now. They they had a lot of people out. Like, that's one thing my younger brother was just screaming yeah. nonstop. Was like, oh, it's not JT Daniels' fault. There's nobody playing. There's nobody playing. But you still got to suit up and play. Yeah. we st- I mean, They're still running Lad McConkey out there. Number was, 84, <laughs> the little white guy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's tough to see week one at Clemson. Like, it's so, <laughs> like whoa. This is what's this is what we have, and Hold then on, a guy what named. You, what Bob, do you got against little white guys? First off, on the football field, not a Cole Beasley fan. Never have been. I I, I was root for him. Not not Cole Beasley. A real Wes Welker type. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> I, I like I like to see it. It's fun. They're always a walk on. Like you know they're a walk on well, by looking at you. You always hear people talk about how competitive they are. Like that's the oh, that's yeah. a go to. And I'm yeah. into that, dude. I'm into that. You know, you get them on the golf course. They're they're uh, they're slamming clubs and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Somehow still scratching out a 79. Likely a coach's son. Yeah. Um, so that's what I was pleased with the most though with Georgia was just how sound they were for a week one football game and for a nationally televised game I'm so used to coming out of that game 
with embarrassing feelings about being yeah. a Georgia fan. Like it's you're so used to being let down. And now to come out of that game, like afterwards, man, I was just obsessed with pouring through like what streaks Georgia broke yeah. of Dabo Sweeney and Clemson because those guys had an incredible run going. They right. had won they had gone 127 straight games without losing two in a row. Well now they've lost two in a row. That's wild. 127 that's wild. consecutive games. They also they, I, I saw that it, it was their like longest streak ever of a team scoring in the first half. Yeah. That got broke. That was nuts. Yeah, since the, so since 2008. Yeah. They kept they, flashing that graphic across right. the screen. Um what about this one? They were they had won 89 consecutive games when holding teams to under 23 points. Whoa. 89 that's straight. a lot of games, dude. 89 straight games. That's a lot of games. Yeah. That's what happens when you play Cupcake U there's, every day. Like, there's that's there's what games all over the walls. Yeah, they're plastered <laughs> everywhere. But uh, looking back on this, does it not seem like Clemson had a lot more to lose than Georgia did by taking on this game, though? Like, I, I, that, might not, that might not be the take for everyone else, but it's hard to see. Boy, their schedule looks gross yeah. now, dude. It's, it just it's hard. sad. Well, it's hard to see. Well, they're lucky they didn't get blown out. Because they can go back and at least say, we played a tough Georgia team really close. True. They only lost by yeah. seven points. Yeah, it wasn't like they got, well, I mean, in my mind, it was a blowout. Like they it never were felt clearly close. They yeah. didn't. But in in any case, it now, if a one-loss Georgia team lines up at the end of the year against a one-loss Clemson team, you're taking Georgia over Clemson. You know what I mean? They're not getting in. Sure. So they now have to hope that Georgia beats Alabama and goes undefeated, but do you put in a one-loss Alabama team? I don't know. Out, I, out of the playoff? I don't think so. It, like, it would be more shocking to me if Alabama lost a game than I think anything else this season could, yeah, that could happen. Agreed. I don't know that there would be anything more shocking to me than to see that team lose. I watched like real time, maybe like 20, 30 minutes of that game against Miami, so maybe like a quarter. Yeah. And... I mean, it wasn't even like comparable. Yeah. The guys that are on the field, they looked, it looked like Bishop Sycamore <laughs> running around out there. And I know Miami has like, Miami's not running 23 year old walk ons out. You no, know what I mean? Like, a, they they got guys. They got a preseason Heisman favorite yeah. running that QB position. And, and that's the thing you asked about Clemson, like taking on this game. Yeah. Why on earth? Would anybody schedule Alabama week one at a neutral site? Don't do it. Other than money. They go around beating people's yeah. asses to start the year. And now if you're a Miami player, you're like, man, are we even good? Yeah. Like, are we even a top 25 team? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? We just played We just played the Buccaneers. Well, so <laughs> the Buccaneers, I, mean, I like that. More like, they, that more like the is, Chiefs, honestly. That team is super, they're, super, super good. They're really good. And I, I agree with you. It will be surprising. I just don't see... I don't see a way for Clemson. Like looking at it now, I don't see a way for Clemson to make it in. No, if I don't. It's it's tough, right? Yeah. They there has to be a two loss team that they're going up against in the SEC. It can't be a one loss team because they're not getting in over a one loss Georgia that beat them. They're not getting in over a one loss Alabama, and Georgia's not losing a lot of games this year in the SEC. You know what I mean? No. So I don't know. It, it gets tough. It seems like Clemson had a lot to lose there. I don't think Georgia's going to have a line where they're not favored by at least ten. All season. Really? Maybe Jacksonville. Maybe. But that's Maybe. it. Think about that now. Like, we're talking about they're going to be more than a touchdown favorite in every single game they play from right. here on out. Like, that's nuts to think about. I, I think if you... And there's still a way for them to lose to Florida, not make it to the SEC championship game, and still make the playoff. Maybe. I mean, Maybe. there's still a way that happens. I don't... Uh, that's not... 
that's probably not the case, but it just that makes it even more difficult for a Clemson to get in. Yeah. So they had in my mind, they had a lot to lose by scheduling this game. I'm glad they did because now they've got that on their uh, resume going going forward. They're probably not going to lose again. Oh, no, no. I wouldn't think so. I mean, all they have is they don't play Miami, do they? No, they and they needed really North Carolina losing to Virginia Tech hurts Clemson more than anybody else like that because that's who they were presumed to line up against in in the title game. And that's probably not going to happen now that North Carolina has lost to Virginia Tech. Um, Another ACC centric game was the Sunday night game with Florida State and Notre Dame. Uh, We almost had like a 30 for 30 breakout right in front of us. Right. What if I told you? Uh, McKenzie (laughs) Milton. Milton. Yeah, that that story was crazy. Joe Tessitore just, boy, he was hammering it. He was ready. Joe Tessitore was was ready for McKenzie. But I'm saying he had had all the stories lined up. Joe Tessitore did. Like he was wanting, there was never a doubt in my mind that he was ready for McKenzie Milton to run out there. So right when the other guy's helmet falls off, Tessitore's like, and that means, and we don't find out what happened to the other guy. We yeah. never know if this guy's got a concussion or not. We're just on to McKenzie Milton, the story, and they got the cameras flashing to his parents. Well, I was, I was immediately. Like, we were paying attention to that. I was on vacation. Uh, well, like no a, way, like a little no a way. Little, a little you were on day, vacation, a little one day trip. That doesn't sound like you at all. It's a one day Labor Day trip up, up to old Hilton Head Island. So we were paying attention to that because my girlfriend was at UCF whenever McKenzie Milton was at UCF. Oh, yeah. So we were paying attention to that. She knows that's pretty much the only football player she knows, <laughs> you know. So we're paying attention to They were the national that. champions. Though. Yeah, and she has all these stories about how she went up to Atlanta. And as she's talking about it, I'm like, you know what? I don't, I don't think I like this McKenzie Milton guy. But, like, I'm hearing all the stories. Well, that's my girlfriend knows so much about this. Yeah, dude, character. I don't like this guy. But I'm hearing all the stories, and, like, it's kind of impossible to root against him. And, like, it seems like all of UCF really wanted to see him win. Like, they were even sharing – UCF was sharing stuff from their Instagram, I saw. A guy that plays for a different team in Florida. That's incredible. That's wild, right? That's not good. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just goes to show you what he means to the program. Oh, so, yeah, 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 program guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does he mean to your girlfriend? <laughs> That's a good question, Just dude. friends. I'm just going to hit him up on DMs just, hey – do you happen to know? Uh, I'm gonna go full full psycho. Do you happen to <laughs> that know? That would be nuts. Do you know this girl? <laughs> yeah, just like a I've had people. Picture. I've had people. I've had people do that to me before, and like I didn't know that person. Whoa. Yeah. And you said yeah? I, no, 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 no. I, I, I said yeah. We you, go never know, way you, know, back. <laughs> you never. You know. You never know, dude. You never, especially working in the industry that I'm working in. Like people come with bachelorette parties. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And people get nuts. So you never know. What they're gonna just, the best is just to not respond to that. That's that's my my tip to you for the day. You're welcome. Uh, here's my tip to you: if you're looking for real estate in okay. the Savannah area, you got to call our guy John Carr. Uh, Spencer, talk to Johnny Carr this past week. Yeah. Our goal by the end of the year, we're trying to get to 53 houses. That's more than one per week. If you do, I think we that. can do that. Now we're in the upper 30s, low 40s right, right now. So look, we got a shot at this. Yeah. 912-228-0916, johncarrealestate.com. Look him up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Tell him the Hot Chris podcast sent you, and he will hook it up, listing fees and all. Um, this guy has been wheeling and dealing all year. Everyone I talk to that's buying or selling a house in the Savannah area already know, because I tell them, John Carr is right. who you got to call. And they already know. Like, they've already seen him on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. Like, Well, they see him at the golf course. They see him. He's everywhere. He's selling houses at all times yeah. while parring most holes. 
while getting apart or better on most holes. Exactly. 912-228-0916. It's John Carr Real Estate in Savannah. One of our best sponsors, one of our longest sponsors. Um, tell him the Hot Grits Podcast sent you, and he will hook it up. Uh, Spencer, let's talk Bravos. Yeah. Too? Yeah, absolutely. Dude, this is the best possible situation I could have asked for going into the season. You as know, far as Young Handsome Babe Ruth? As far as Young Handsome, young, handsome Babe Ruth's going off. The bet that I placed on the Phillies is still lurking. They're a game and a half back. So if the Braves win, I'm happy. If the Phillies win, it looks like either the Braves or the Phillies at this point. The Mets are still four games back. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, well, I, five in the loss. Five in the loss. So four and a half. Oh, no, 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 no. Is it four and a half or four? They're four back. Four back. Five in the, five loss. In the loss column. Baseball okay. guy. Yeah, there you go. Five in the loss column. Uh, the Mets have 69 losses, so that's nice. Nice. Um, Braves 72 and 64. This year, they just went on another 10-game stretch where, well, not another 10-game stretch, yeah. but they're 4-6 and six in their last 10. The last time we talked, they right. were 4-6 and six in their last 10. So they're sort, sort of just hovering. Yeah. And that's really all I think they're going to have to do until they play the Phillies head-to-head Yeah, coming down the stretch. Uh, I'd You'd like to see them get a little bit of a cushion before. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, because you you have to be able to set that rotation up. For the NLDS, for that three out of five. Dude, did you see this stuff I, I was putting on Twitter? I was harping. I told I told the listeners last time, last podcast, that I was going to be on the Austin Riley for MVP train, and I've been chirping. You know what I mean? Yeah, you've been lurking I've been, in the shadows. I've been, I've been tweeting we'll out. Well, I've been hammering. Keith Law comes out with this article about how he was wrong about Austin Riley, and I was like, yeah, no shit, dude. No shit. You yeah. all were. Well, they, dude, well, they people tried to bury hands up. Yeah. People have been throwing it's hands time. up. It's time. It's time, and now we take a victory lap, right? Well, like, let's get there. Well, no, 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 not as a team, but I mean for Austin Riley. Now we take a victory lap. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I need you. I need just some some support in this. Okay. More than just a retweet or two. I I'm need gonna you to be throw, there for okay, you. Okay. All right. My retweets are powerful. They are. They are. I need more than that though. I need credit like thrown a quote my tweet. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw no. some credit my way. No, I don't know about all that. I started the guy's nickname. Uh, the Braves have a plus ninety four run differential. As opposed to the Phillies minus two. Whoa. The Braves expected win loss is seventy seven and fifty nine. The Phillies expected win loss sixty eight and sixty nine. Nice. nice. So that tells me that Mike Anthony's Phillies have been lucky as hell. Yeah. And that our Atlanta Braves have been unlucky as hell. And that's all it comes down to is luck. It basically it feels like we traded bullpens with the Phillies from last year. Does it not? Mm, it's not that bad. Uh, we're not that. We're not historically. They still have Dickrod. Like, yeah, Dick Luke, Jack, Luke Jackson also. <laughs> yeah, is an arm. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. We, none of us wanted that to be true. Dude. What? Dickrod is just such a good name. It's an excellent name. <laughs> I didn't name so, him that. You say it with like you say it with the listener can't see, but just so serious and like so matter of fact that it makes me laugh every time. Sorry. People Continue. know who have been following me for a while. If yeah, your name yeah. is Richard, yeah. you're automatically a you're dick. dick. Yeah. And then whatever, like you're not, it just so happens it's Rodriguez. He's 30, dick by Rod. the way. This guy's 30. Yeah. Well, Richard LeCount. You remember that? I almost got in yeah. trouble on that. Yeah. People were mad. Yeah. They're like, whoa, his name's not Dick, man. He got in a motorcycle accident. And I'm like, well, it's a surname for yeah. Richard. His like, name's not Dick. He got in a motorcycle. Those two things are not connected Well, it was all. the night that it happened. I was like, yeah. I was like, prayers up for Dick LeCount. And then people were like freaking Just out. Like, what does this mean? Yeah, what does yeah, this yeah. mean? Well, and so, it's like, well, dude, his name's Richard. What do we have? A month left in the season, right? In what season? Twenty, the Braves season. Yeah, twenty-eight games, I think. Something like that. 
Okay, what number do you think they have to get to to win? What's the magic number for the Braves? Number of wins? Yeah, I think it's 92, roughly. I think 92 gets you in, maybe 93. Mm, I still think 90 does it. You think? Yeah. I, I mean, the, the Phillies aren't a good team, right? But I don't think so. I, I don't know how how on earth this division has ended up shaking out the way that it shook out. Like, we knew the Mets were going to Mets. But I, I didn't realize that Washington was not going to be a factor. And I think I said this before the season started. Like, I was thinking Washington was going to be a threat. Right. That Them being out of it has really helped because you still get to play them a lot down the stretch. Are you starting to, like, believe in my futures bets, though? Like, because all of them just, like, scratch the surface. You know, they at least It's never get- been a lack of believing. It's just, where's your heart? Where's my heart? Where's your heart? Because last well, I see year, we, value, know what, dude. we know what we, happened in the NLDS. Value. We know what happened in the NLDS when you bet on the Dodgers and you were rooting for the Dodgers to beat the Braves. And I was not rooting. Yes, you were. No, I Yes, wasn't. you were. And you were rooting for your wallet over your And that's where I wonder. That was a hedge. It was a hedge. That's I wonder, like. I had a, I had a future. Is there bet. just a block of ice? No. Where dude. your heart's supposed to be? You see, th- what gets lost in this is I had a bet on the Braves to win the World Series. Right. I had a bet on the Braves to win the World Series. So I took a you hedge. You put too much pressure on them. I took a hedge on the Dodgers to win the win that series at 3-1 at astronomical odds. And it was awesome. And it paid off. And I'm pretty sure I bought you a bar tab with that's that. That's a clean hands guy move. Yeah. Though. Like clean hands person. So that's just smart. To hedge bet. That's just smart. That's a top three poker guy move. Yeah. Like that's a guy that's not looking to win the table. He's just looking to place in the top three. I don't you, see. Which is what you have said. <laughs> that's your goal. I don't see that. I don't see that happening, but I, I this isn't. I, I want to transfer. The, start talking about the Falcons now, if you're ready. I, I think we've said enough on the Braves. Oh, okay. You have any more Braves takes? Um, they're only 33 and 32 at home. Yeah, that is something. You got to be better at home. You have to be better than that. At home. That is something. So that's gonna be important. The Phillies are god awful down, uh, god awful away. Correct. I think they're six games under away. Yeah, they're 32 and 38 away. Nice job. Ooh. Nailed it. Nice job. Nailed it. Yeah, I'm not even looking at stuff, dude. Nice job. You're welcome. Baseball guy. Yeah. The Prep Sports Report has been delivering local coverage for more than 20 years and continues to celebrate youth athletes in the coastal empire to this day. PSR has your daily updates on outstanding student athletes in our area every day, always free to read and scroll. Led by local legend Carl DeMasi, Prep Sports Report gives fans and parents what they want without any of the extras. Your athletes, your Prep Sports Report. Visit PrepSportsReport.com today. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PrepSAV. You gotta love it. PrepSportsReport.com Spencer, can I ask you a question? Yes, you may. All right, thank you. If I were to tell you that you needed someone to fly a plane, where would you go? Uh, you need someone. You have a private airplane. That's how well this podcast is doing. Right. You need someone to fly it for you. Um, I'm not sure. Where should I go, Trav? You would go to the airport, right, and find right. a pilot. Right, right, right. That's what you do. You wouldn't just fly the plane yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a confident guy, but I don't think so. In a similar fashion, if you need home improvement done on your house, you're not just going to go about it yourself, right? You're not just going to become Tim the Tool Man. Absolutely not, no. No, you're going to call Tony at Bewley Oaks. And you're going to call him in Savannah at 912-667-5235. Bewley Oaks Home Improvement. That's B-E-A-U-L-I-E-U. And you're going to tell him the Hot Grits podcast sent you. 
Why, Spencer? Because we are not professional home improvement guys. Because Tony we can't is. fly a plane. Because we can't fly a plane. Exactly. Right. It comes full circle. Call Tony today. Tell him we sent you. He'll fix whatever you need inside your house, right outside your house, above your house, under your house, in your house, in your garage, bathroom, kitchen, all the rooms. I think you get it. 912-667-5235. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thank we, you. We can transition to the Falcons if you all want. Right. So, so- I, we have to set a reminder from the top. 17-game season. So I have to keep telling myself eight and eight does not I can't, exist. I can't predict that. Yeah, seven and nine doesn't exist. It doesn't exist anymore. Okay. The old nine and seven prediction, possible wild card prediction. Yeah, you can't do it anymore. Can't do that. Got to come off of it. So eight and nine. Oops, excuse me. Eight and nine is now that that new number. Right. Ten and like, seven is like no longer that awesome. It yeah. feels like. Well, ten wins is still ten wins. You know. Yeah, it's a different tier. Right. I I look at this division and. The NFC South. Yeah, the NFC South. Most books have the Buccaneers as the overwhelming favorite, and I think that makes sense. But n- not to the extent that they've got it. The, my book has the Bucks at minus 385. That is just a mass. That's like Manny Pacquiao fighting Jake Paul shit, dude. That's a massive, massive favorite. And we're talking about a 17-game season with a 40 40- Three-year-old quarterback. Is it Jake you know Paul I mean? undefeated? Yeah, he is. Well, I, I, no big deal. It was just, it was just, you know, no I don't deal. even know the the outcome of that fight. I was just saying, those are massive odds. Those are boxing odds. Yeah, that, and it's, this is a seventeen-game season, dude. They've got the Falcons in a four-team division at plus twelve fifty, and another team, the Carolina Panthers, at plus twelve fifty as well. That is clown shit, dude. There's no chance that those odds. That's one in twelve, right? So that gives them a one in twelve chance. I take it you're betting the Falcons. I'm betting the Falcons and the Panthers Just to win the, the NFC South. To win the NFC, yeah. I mean, the money should not be on the the Bucks. I wouldn't think. So, are you going to double down and say in that scenario, the Falcons would obviously clear their over under of seven point five? Yes, absolutely. Which again would be seven and ten, eight and nine. I like the I Falcons. Swear. I like the Falcons to win nine games this year. Really? Yeah. That's See, something. Well. When you look at last season, nine and eight, weird. First off, look at last season. They blew how many games that they very easily should have won. Many games should have won. That's not even getting into the into. I think they were one and eight in games decided by less than seven points, something like that. Pretty sure they lost eight games. Yeah, they lost eight games by less than seven points. Then you get into you got a new coach. You still got all those same pieces coming back. You replace Julio with Kyle Pitts, which I like. Whom I like. In the end zone, or in the red zone, excuse me. They never went to Julio in the red zone anyway. So then you look at the other side of the ball, right? The pass rush didn't get much better, but the pass defense got much, much better. It can't, it can't get worse. It can't get worse, but the pass defense got better. The pass rush didn't, pass defense got better. And then I think Dante Fowler has a, a little bit of a bounce back here. I can see him getting 10 sacks. I like this team, dude. A lot more than anybody else does. They should sign Cam Newton and then cut Matt Ryan. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. Nah. I've seen people actually say that though. That's the crazy thing. I wouldn't be against signing Cam Newton. Well, dude, the, the city of right. the city of Atlanta does not like Matt Ryan. They've they've soured on him. I was about to say, and Cam Newton's from Atlanta. Yeah. No big deal. Storyline. Uh I think one of the speaking of storylines will be that Patriots division will be the AFC East. Young quarterbacks everywhere. Half the league right. is is an Alabama product. Like Whoa. half that division is, 
and then Zach Wilson in New York. Josh Allen, the oldest quarterback in that division at age 25. That's wild. Nuts. And so it's Tua, Mac Jones in New England, Zach Wilson, and Josh Allen. That's going to be a fun division to watch, the AFCs. It's going to be... Do you like your Dolphins this year? I don't know, man. I don't know if I like them at more than nine and a half wins. I don't know. I, I hope. I mean, like, everything on paper would suggest that the Dolphins are going to be better this season than they were last season when they made the playoffs. But I don't know... I don't necessarily know that they're going to be better than the Bills. I don't think they're going to be better than the Bills. It's tough to think of them as being better than the Patriots again. Like, I don't know how long that's going to last. Hopefully, it's a trend. Um, I know this. A guy, Deshaun Watson, is going to be inactive this week on the Texans roster. And he's just sitting out there, dude. Like, I I do think if the Dolphins were to somehow be able to pull that off. Yeah. And get Sean Watson, like I think they're better than they are with Tua. I think and Deshaun I Watson plays games this year. I really do. Sort of starting to die down, huh? Well, it's there's nothing really out there. Everything's just civil. The if the county they would have tried him with something at this point, you know what I mean? Criminal. If they had something. You would think. Well, we knew it was gonna be a lengthy process. It's been months and months and he hasn't been charged with anything. So I I, I mean I don't want to Get down the Deshaun Watson rabbit hole. We've been there before. Yeah, I don't want to get down that rabbit hole. But just looking at these odds for the AFC East, again, if you will. Buffalo Bills, no surprise there. The favorite at minus 168. Not a huge favorite like the Bucs were. Mm -hmm. Miami Dolphins, plus 444. New England Patriots at plus 268. I kind of like the Miami Dolphins there. What's your take? Or the Bats. I would bet against the Bills for sure. Uh, I think everyone in that division is going to get two wins against the Jets. The Jets cannot be good. Yeah, I mean. Unless they drastically overperform what's on paper for them. Um, I, I think I think one of the things that I'm interested to watch. It, well, let me ask you this. You would take the field over Chiefs and Bucks? Yeah, it's football, man. It, it just doesn't work out that way. Like, just because I it would has, take the Chiefs and Bucks over the field. I would to not win the Super Bowl. I would not. It just doesn't play out that way every year. You know what I mean? Like even even in the New England dynasty area. It, well, let's lock that one in. Twenty bucks. Do I get odds, or is it just straight up? No, I get the Chiefs and Bucks. You get the field. I'll take the deal. Shake on it. Deal. Spit shine. Yeah. I like that bet. Have you watched Space Jam yet? No, I'm not gonna. Well, LeBron's no a communist. There's no point now. LeBron's a communist. Yeah. Tell me about that. Well, he likes China. You don't oh, remember? Yeah. yeah, you don't remember. All I didn't that. know if something else happened. No, 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 no. Huh. Well, there was a video coming out where he, you know, says some communist manifesto stuff. Did you see Omar died? Yeah, I did, dude. Michael K. Williams, rest in peace. R.I.P. Rip, rip. And you, like me, did not know that scar was actually real that's a real actor's face i read about it it was omar i read about it it was uh he got in a bar fight did you know that no yeah in kingston jamaica jamaican bar fight dude whoa yeah a real one dude yeah what a real one this dude lived a life man. omar coming yeah man it's so sad to see people like that go and then you start asking around and like you realize how many people don't know who omar from the wire is yeah like that's nuts to me how do you walk around living your life well you didn't we you hadn't seen that show until we watched it when we lived together, right? True, but that was like three years ago. Right. 
But that show has been out for 20-something years. Exactly, but I knew what The Wire was. Me too. I didn't know who Omar was. Probably not. If, you, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen The Wire, do yourself a favor. Watch The Wire, watch man, the wire, on HBO. I, watch the I don't wire. know what you're doing Yeah, if you're not watching The Wire. It's, it's, not, it's not too dated. It probably will be too dated in five years. I don't so. know, man. It holds up. Like, yeah. The Wire is something else. Dude. Yeah, I would go ahead and watch it now. It's worth it, man. R.I.P. Michael K. Williams. You got any more Michael K. Williams stories for these people? No, I just... I, it, it goes hand in hand because that's a... There are parts of The Wire that are sad. Yeah. But this week, we're celebrating perhaps the saddest movie death of all time. G-Baby. I like it when you call me Big Papa. Throw your hands in the air if he's a true player. I see some ladies tonight that should be having my baby. baby. Now make it sad. Baby. baby. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nailed well it. Well done. G-Baby, probably the saddest movie death of all time. Um, people screaming for the passion of the Christ. That's not true. He, he was resurrected <laughs> after that. So it's not really that. It's actually a happy story. Right? <laughs> I don't know. Dude, the story is pretty bloody. But, but yeah, the, he, the he rises from yeah, the dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. G-Baby. And, well, we don't know. Like, yeah. there could be a sequel where G-Baby comes back to life, which would be epic. That would be awesome. One of the saddest, saddest movie deaths of all time. 20 years ago this week, Hardball came out right. in movie theaters. It was released, Spencer, September 10th, 2001. Not One good. day. Something happened the next day, right? Yeah, 9-11, dude. Oh, yeah, that's right. Not in yeah. our Mount Rushmore of top holidays. Forgot about 9-11. Don't forget about 9-11. I, I swore I never would. But here's the thing, man. I've been watching the, so many 9-11 documentaries. Yeah. Of late, they've been coming out everywhere. There's a lot of truthers out there, man. I don't I I, I don't wanna I don't wanna shit on these people because they come out the woodwork. If you ever if you ever claim that those people are crazy, they come for you, bro. I'm telling you. It, and there's, there's a lot of stuff everywhere. in the 9-11 conspiracy thing, man. I, I'm just gonna leave it there. I there's a lot of stuff there. Eh, eh, miss me. Miss me. But here listen, dude. The better in me was born with that movie Hardball. The uh yes. the scene where he's at the he's at the bar and his he's friends watching. describing it to him like yeah he's Williams at the bar. makes the first yeah he's at the bar and he's watching the bulls he's like, oh dicky never again yeah i'll never do it again dicky i swear <laughs> i was uh, something in my young brain was like i'm like him you know what i mean and then that degenerate was that's born. who i want to be yeah 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 even though he loses that bet something in me was born that day keanu reeves his greatest role hands down hands down his Whoa. greatest role yeah okay yeah not that matrix film Whatever that was. Hardball, a great American film, um, in my top four baseball movies all time for sure. And 20 years ago, this week, we lost G-Baby. And really, I don't think any of us have ever recovered since then, including the actor who played G-Baby, who if you look up this guy's Instagram, it is savage. Every picture this guy posts, there's people in the comments like, man, I cried so hard when they killed you in Hardball. Man, I kept crying when they killed you, G-Baby. Like every, this guy will never be able to escape G-Baby. And he looks exactly like G-Baby. Except for now he's a grown man. That's super sad. Super, super sad. Give me a winner for the BMW championship, bro. For the BMW championship? Yeah. What is that? BMW PGA championship? No. No? No. Nothing? You're looking at something old. Am I? Yeah. They just had the, they just had the tour championship. September 8th. I don't know who's going to win that. Yeah, that's not old. They just had the tour championship. Patrick Cantlay won. Patty Ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another tournament this week and then the Ryder Cup next week, correct? Ryder Cup is uh, when is around my birthday. Okay. September 26th. That'll be fun. 
That's that'll mix it up. I love the Ryder Cup. Yeah, me too. That's fun. And there's a lot of stories coming out of that with Bryson DeChambeau, Bryson DeChambeau, douche. What's what's our name for him again? Yeah, Rooksy. Rooksy had to withdraw, and he was supposed to play Dave Portnoy today. Why did he have to withdraw? So he had to withdraw from the tournament because he hit a root, and they showed a root. They showed the root that he hit, and it was like bad, bro. It was all the way under the ground, and he like chopped down on the rough, and he um, like I think he broke his wrist. He's not gonna be able to play in the Ryder Cup. I don't think so. Oh my god! Maybe I don't know. I don't know, Wild. but it was bad, dude. And he had to cancel that thing with Portnoy today, which would have been a big, big moneymaker. Wild. So, like, to withdraw from the tour championship and withdraw from that thing with Portnoy is a pretty big deal, I think. Uh, what else? That's it for me so far. I mean, did you see the bus thing? driver strike? Oh yeah, that's what we wanted to talk about. Did you see that? Okay, the Savannah Chatham County Public School bus drivers went on strike late last week. Um, for pay issues of some sort. Yeah. I was just thinking. I mean, that's the only reason you go on strike, right? That is safety. Right. Okay. So I was just thinking how scary it would be like a pack of bus drivers uniting together for one common cause. That would be terrifying. perhaps one of the most terrifying things of all time. That would be terrifying. You wanted to power rank this, right? Well, I wanted to think about like, okay, school system strikes. What is the scariest and least scariest strikes? So starting from the bottom, librarian strikes would be easily... Easily ignored. Why? Because everyone would be shh, quiet. Yeah. Quiet, yeah. 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 Be quiet. Then you go to while normal, they're striking, like you normal, can't be loud. Like primary teacher, strike. regular teacher strike. I think then substitute teacher strike because I've had some mean ones, dude. And you don't want them because they're never united. They're yeah. not a union. You don't want them united, dude. You don't want them having a common yeah. goal yeah, against yeah, yeah. the student. Yeah. Um, I think right after that, probably second, maybe third. Lunch lady. Lunch lady is number two for me. It's got a lunch be. lady strike would be terrifying. It's got to be, man. But number one is the bus driver, and everyone knows this. You don't mess with bus drivers. Right. Period. Did you ride the bus going up? Yeah. You think I was a carpool bum? I was a carpool bum. Of course you were, you nerd. Well, we went to the same school. You were people, a nerd. People forget about that. People, we went to. We were both Hess Bears. That's right. Man, we would have had an epic basketball team if they get yeah, our honorable mention already. Yeah, or just we would have. First and second teams. Yeah, we would have. And dude, we took people to the streets on those courts with the no the the double rim and the no net. And one remember one rim was significantly lower yeah. than the other. So yeah. just one team would always be shooting on a ten foot goal. <laughs> the other team would be shooting on a seven foot goal. I'll never forget that. So that's they, how we came out. They put the new they they put the new building there. I oh, actually yeah. I actually broke my foot or something on that court. Something crazy. Traumatized, coherent, yeah, yeah. That's something that a carpool line guy, whatever, dude, would definitely, definitely do. You have anything else for these people? No, let's wrap up episode eighty-three. Eighty-three episodes in, my dude. Uh, They're rolling along, man. Yeah, it's really, really fun. How do they find you? They find me on Twitter. First off, next week, next week is our we start our like basically live streaming Monday night footballs. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll be recording every Monday or most Mondays. Football in, starts this week. Yes. Here in studio, we'll be, we'll be live streaming. Well, not live streaming. We'll be doing the episode while Monday Night Football is going on. We'll be on. reacting so you, to it during yeah, the episode. So you, yeah, so we'll, we'll give you some commentary on Monday Night Football. That'll be fun. Looking forward to that. Find me on Twitter at Spencer Maddox underscore. Don't you dare forget that underscore. I've been I've been throwing out some fire tweets about the, the young, handsome Babe Ruth lately. Travis. Shout out to the other shows on the Coach's Corner Sports yeah. Network, too. Brandon Bain, I just saw him over at Coach's Corner. Uh, Coach's Corner is rolling right now, man. Oh, yeah. They are ready for football season. They added TVs, and this is not a joke. 
I went in there and they actually have added TVs. So now we are actually at 2.9 billion. Well, dude, are they like playing Tetris with these TVs? Yeah, There's that's exactly so what they're doing. Many, like there weren't very many open spots for no. TVs there. Yeah, and now yeah. literally back where they record um, yeah. Rubbin' and Grubbin' NASCAR show. Check it out on YouTube, Brandon Bain. And Carl Demasi Sports Report, uh, Who's on First Base podcast, baseball podcast with Kyle Lawson. Back in that corner, they have three extra TVs just on that wall alone. Behind nice. Them. And the TP is coming up. Yeah. Once the Braves make the playoffs, we'll be on that TP. We'll John there. Henderson and those guys have big, big plans. We'll be there. For the TP. I'll over be, I'll be on the TP crushing a Miller Lite. I got to get on the, the Who's on First Base podcast, man. I got to get my baseball guy crown on. You know what I mean? You can't talk baseball with Kyle Lawson. Well, dude, I'm, I'm whipping into shape. This is my time. This is you my time You better be ready year. if you're going to go in there. You better this is have my time of year. I'm baseball guy for two months out of the year, dude. I really dive deep, and I'm here. Baseball I, I only go here. on that podcast when I'm trying to motivate the Braves. Okay. When I'm trying to get them going, I go in there and I talk, I dog them. Did you already tell the people how they find you on Twitter? At Jadon Sports for me. At Podcast Grits for the show. The Hot Grits on Instagram. Make sure you rate, subscribe, rate, subscribe. Tell your friends. Only your cool friends. Five stars only. None of those nerds. Until episode 84, stay safe. Wash your hands, you filthy animals. Peace.